tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Keep playing. Keep working. Keep going. And keep moving with the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. You're listening to Rabot Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, there we go. I am Louis Rabot at Radio Louis on Twitter. You ever want to go find me there? This is Rabot Co. You are the co in Rabot Co. Keep that UPS jobs text line flowing 437-9680 here. Hanging out with Zach Cantrell. Got you for another hour. Bobby V after me. And of course, roundtable 3 o'clock. Got you local till 6 o'clock. Uh, today, Louisville basketball back in action. Uh, the drive will lead you into that starting at 3 o'clock, 5.30 pregame. They'll have the 7 o'clock tip down there in Charlottesville. Can you name the stadium they play in in Virginia, Zach? No. Is that, Full transparency. Is Little John at Virginia or at Clemson? That's Clemson. Okay. Who, John Jones okay. then? Is it John Jones of Virginia? It could be John Jones. I'm just thinking of Johns. <laughs> it's a prostitution joke. I got you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Not a joke if the producer doesn't laugh. John, uh, I think it's John Paul Jones Arena. Yeah, John Paul Jones. Uh, on Thursday, uh, tons of basketball, by the way, coming up. We are into that time of year. Thursday, Bellarmine, where you're home for Bellarmine here on 680-1057. They got Austin P 615 pregame, 630 first tip. It'll be over at uh, Freedom Hall on Thursday. Louisville women's basketball plays Duke that night, 730 on 93-9 The Ville. Uh, should be a fun matchup there. Uh, as the women have started uh, very well in ACC on that side, across the hall. Uh, they got your home. And then, of course, the high school hour. Are they in today? I do not know that. Okay. All right. They're presented by Imogen Bottom uh, Drawer, though, at 6 o'clock, uh, usually. Here on 681-057, Louisville Sports Live was last night. It was. How did that go? Pretty good. Backup tight end talk? Oh, yeah. Lots right. of portal talk. <laughs> lots of backup tight end talk. Lots okay. of will Louisville win four ACC game talk. Oh. Yeah. D- pardon? Yeah, we put the over-under for Louisville's ACC win total at three and a half. Okay, okay. That's where we're at. Okay, yeah, okay. That's where we're at is the right way to phrase that. Thank you for saying that. What? Four? Ethan was being nice. Wait, wait, what's the game that they're worried about? Clemson? Obviously. Yeah. But the rest of those games are at home, man. They play Virginia on the road. They're bums. They, they get, you know, they got to go to Stanford, but they're bums. They get SMU Basketball. here. They get pit. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were talking about no, football for next year. No, we don't underestimate Jeff Brom. No, no, no. Holy hell, I was so confused. No. Okay. Basketball over under three and a half? Yeah. That's more offensive. Yeah, it kind of is. To, the, to anyone who has a basketball coach. Yeah. Because Louisville doesn't. It's okay to say. Yeah, they don't. Um, but other people in the ACC have basketball coaches. We watched Shrewsbury tell his team to bleep off. Or to rot on the bench, grow roots on the bench. They came back, beat Virginia by. 20. How about that? You, you're telling me that motivating players actually God. works. Tell lighting player, Man, lighting a fire under their ass works. You telling me that works? Texture should be one and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I agree with the texture. What should Louisville's over under the ACC be the rest of the season of basketball? God, I thought we were still talking football. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I was like, holy hell, who are they losing to? Yeah, we're not, no. <laughs> Oh, that, that trip to Chestnut Hill, it's over. The disrespect <laughs> to Jeff Brom. I was going to say, people know how I feel about Jeff Brom. I think he's yeah. good. I just saw He's new, actually good at this. Like, what are we doing? I just saw a new topic to add to bologna or salami just on television. Oh, man. Thank you for... Thanks for the free content, First Take. Well, free talk. All right. Well, let's go, man. Um, whoa! 
Yeah. Stephen A wants to move the. Yeah, let's just go. Let's just. All right, bologna or salami, let's go. Get out your mustard, kids. It's time for bologna or salami. Yeah, let's just go ahead and start with this because Stephen A, look, I love you, man. But the idea of moving the Rose Bowl to SoFi Stadium is one of the most blasphemous takes I've ever heard in any sport whatsoever. The Rose Bowl should be the site of the national championship game every year. It's one of the great atmospheres in all of sports. And in a world that is continuing to change in sports, it's one of the rare constants. So can we, bologna or salami, the Rose Bowl should move to SoFi. Can we just go ahead and say that it's, this is it's baloney. complete baloney? I want to be on record, though. The Rose Bowl's a little overrated. A little. A little You're overrated. You're a Big Ten guy. I am a Big Ten guy. But it, it falls in line with the following things that are a little overrated. The Masters is a little overrated. It's okay to say. What? Do you not know my Augusta take? Do you not know this? Give, give it to me. Okay. A green jacket. Okay, so I went through this with Nick a year and a half ago. I, I think the green jacket's the dumbest trophy in sports. Okay. Outside of the plate that women get for winning Wimbledon. Yeah, it's like, get back in the kitchen, it. here's a plate. <laughs> I'm not kidding, that's what it looks like. Well, you're welcome, Sofra. <laughs> I think the green jacket's over. But then I found out you get a replica of the clubhouse as a trophy. Yeah, that's right. So I had to withdraw that. Co- that what, That's not a complaint anymore. No. Because you actually get a real trophy. You get a real thing. Correct. But the Masters is overrated. It's okay. It's still golf. Golf's so, still bleh. So what's um, sacred to you if the Masters and the Rose Bowl aren't? Nothing. It's sports not. Okay. But uh, moving the Rose Bowl out of, I don't know, the Rose Bowl? That's dumb. To yeah, a that's dull NFL state. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just super dull. Take a comparison to the atmospheres I, of the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Could not agree. Night and day. I've been to Pasadena for sure. I've been to so where where's I haven't been in SoFi Stadium, but I've been to where SoFi Stadium is. The, the Rose Bowl's better. Yes. You're, you're right about that. Okay. All right, let's keep going. Let's get to regularly scheduled <laughs> bologna or salami, but that had to be thrown out there. I don't blame you. Neither Louisville or the Pistons will win double-digit games this season. <laughs> bologna or salami. That's salami. Neither. Yeah, neither is true. Because um, Louisville's got, what, five, six? No, five. Six. They six. have five wins. Five wins, right? Five okay. and seven. Five and seven. <sighs> yeah, I don't see them winning five games in the ACC. Uh, I, I just don't. I, I would love it. I my dream, by the way, is that Kenny Payne goes like eight and ten in the ACC. Wouldn't that be just? Oh, that'd be great content. For oh us. my god, I'd never stand up. Texter Super Bowl's overrated. That's not a bad take. It's not a bad take. It's a little overrated. Don't. It's okay. Okay, here's it's what a I'll little say. overrated. The Super Bowl <laughs> is more catered to the casual fan yes. as opposed to people uh, like us and Texters, right? I mean, Texters are like. Yes. They're in, they're you know, they're invested, etc. Yes. The conference championships are a better broadcast for football. That day is unbelievable. Yeah. I love it. Love yes. It. I totally agree. I, that part we totally agree on. Yes. <laughs> All right. I just I think neutral site games in general are less than. Okay. It just Yeah. That's why I don't like them in college football. Especially uh, in the I was gonna say season. college football on campus. On campus is nice. the thing, is yeah. absolutely no the question. thing. But in college basketball, now that you've moved here and you're, you're totally immersed in it, mm. you're learning that too because all these non, you know, FAU plays Arizona and Vegas. Why? Why? Just play the game in Tucson. Yes. Or, uh, no, they're, yeah, they're in Tucson. Play it's the game in Boca. Tucson. Just do it. Play in Boca, whatever. Yeah, be on campus. Be in that tiny little thing in Boca. Yes, absolutely, man. I 100%. Uh, so, yes, I'll go so long. Neither of them would second. I just, the, the freaking Pistons, dude. You see what you see the game against Boston. They come back, they win against Toronto. Yeah, like it's there, but something is horribly wrong, horribly wrong with what's going on in Detroit. And I and they're paying Monty Williams a gob ton of money to do that. So. <laughs> Texter, move the <laughs> move the derby out of Churchill Downs. <laughs> Next up on first take, what a great, what a great. That's text. what's sacred to you, right there. There's your one sacred thing. I don't think so, man. If they moved out of Churchill, you'd be fine with it? No, I wouldn't be fine with it. That's different. That's what you're so you're doing both. It's not both. Okay. It's just it's not sacred. If they were like, hey, Churchill isn't sustainable, we're moving the Kentucky Derby to to Keeneland, I would still cover it. Okay. I would still cover it. Anyways, keep going. All right, so let's go to the Wildcats. Do you agree now. with me or do you I'm sorry, I didn't get your, yeah. your take here. No, I, I agree. I don't okay. think Louisville's winning ten games. I don't think the Pistons, the Pistons are more games. likely to win ten games. Yes, only because of the sheer volume of Number games. Because games, there's eighty two right. games. Yep. That's exactly they right. could stumble yep. on the winning eight. It has nothing more games. to do with Kenny Payne. Yeah. They've yep. already won three. They could stumble to win seven of the next 
60, whatever the number is. Uh, Nothing touches March Madness, in my opinion. It is, it is to me, the best playoff in American sports. There's no question. It's the greatest three it's, weeks in sports. Absolutely. So, speaking of March Madness, let's go to Kentucky. We talked about what are they going to do in the SEC this year. Bologna or Salami, Kentucky will go at least 15-3 and three in SEC play. They only play in the SEC right now three ranked opponents, Tennessee twice and Ole Miss. Oh, 15-3 and three is a really good number for this. I'm not even going to look at the schedule because I don't care. I'm just basing it. That You know what? I want everyone to hear that out of my mouth today. I don't care what the schedule is for Kentucky basketball. That's how high I am on that team. I, everyone needs to hear that. that. That's really how I feel about this team. Oh, 15-3, though, in conference, man. Just that means no four bad nights off or whatever. I'll go baloney. Oh, I think they're closer to like 13 and 5. You know what? I'm going salami. Oh, nice. I like it. I think BBZ. Gonna, I think they're going 15 and 3. B B Z. Let's go. But yes, I know they've got. <laughs> Be very careful with that. Oh, big, beautiful Zach. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh. What are we talking about? Again? No, 15 no. to 3, man. All yeah, right, good. It. I love no, it. I, I hope you're right. I think they will. I think they at least split with Tennessee. I mean, yep. Calipari owns Rick Barnes. That's been proven over and I over agree. again. I think they beat Ole Miss because I, I they believe Ole Miss is at home. They do have a Gonzaga out of conference. That's going to be an interesting game in January. Okay. They do have road games at Florida and at Arkansas. Yep. They yep. got to play A&M, of course. Yep. Those could always trip you up. But I think they can do it. I think this team, the way that they shoot the ball, the way that they move it around, the transition, I think they'll improve the rebounding. I think they'll improve the defense. I think 15-3 is gettable. I really do. 14-4 uh, and four coming down on the text line. Texter, I like Keeneland better than Churchill, and I'm from Louisville. I like Churchill better, but it, look, I love Churchill. I love going there. I love going to the Derby. It's not any of that. It's just if it moved, I would still go. That, that's all I'm saying. Keep going. So, bologna or salami? The Browns are the most likely wild card team to make a Super Bowl run because they're locked into the wild card right now. So here would be the wild cards right now. Yeah, the AFC, at this moment, it would be the Browns. It would be the Bills. They're playing the Dolphins on Sunday night. And whoever wins that game wins the division. The other just gets a wild card in all likelihood. Uh, and then the Colts-Texans winner gets the wild card. Right now it would be the Colts. And so the and then, then let's go to the NFC side of things. Man, their wild card teams right now are the Eagles, who are stumbling badly. Yep. Uh, the Rams, who are playing out of their minds, and then the Packers would be the last team in. So of those six right now, the Browns are the most likely one to make a Super Bowl run. All right, I'm going to cheat a little. What did what did the Browns do against the Ravens this year? One and one, they beat them in Baltimore, lost at home. Who was quarterbacking when they won in Baltimore? Watson. Okay. That matters to me. Um, I'm going to go. Man, this is a good one. This is is good workout of Zach Cantrell. Um, All right. I'm going to go Baloney. Okay. Only because I don't even think they're the most likely wildcard team in their own conference. Buffalo? Yes. I, I trust Josh Allen more than I trust Joe Flacco right now. And not because Joe Flacco's doing a poor job or something. Mm -hmm. Just generally speaking, I think you can win games with Josh Allen. He he can win games. You can win games with Joe Flacco. Well, Joe does have a ring. I, 100%. But I don't think this Browns team is as good as that Ravens team was. That's Be fair. very clear. Right? Uh, and so, um, no, I'll go... I'll go baloney because I also think the Eagles are more likely to make the Super Bowl even with recent issues. Yeah. I think they're more likely to make Super Bowl out of the NFC than... Uh, so you know what? I'm going salami. Hey, you, you know why I'm going salami? Because I think Buffalo beats Miami on Sunday and Buffalo wins the division. So Buffalo's not a wild card Got team it. in that scenario. Okay. And I trust the Browns more than I trust the Dolphins. Okay. Miami stumbled in the red zone the last couple weeks. That's a team that doesn't beat a whole lot of good teams. So I'll take the Browns over them. I'll take them over the, the Colts, Texans, Jaguars, whoever comes out of the AFC South. And then the NFC, I don't trust the Eagles right now. They've lost four of the last five. They're playing poorly on both sides of the ball. Jalen Hurts is turning it over too much. Their defense is giving up too many big plays. And then, you know, unless somehow Dallas loses to the Commanders this week and Dallas has to go on the road, I don't trust any of those other teams. I don't think the Rams are a Super Bowl team, and I don't think the Packers are a Super Bowl team. So I'm going to go Salami. I think the Browns are the most likely of those teams. But I'll give the caveat. If the Dolphins beat the Bills and the Bills are the wild card, then I'll go with the Buffalo. Got it. All right. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Bills are going to win the division. So go, go, let's go back to Kentucky. What, 
What? Texter, Louis, there's only one thing that's sacred, and it's this. You can hide anything behind a Moby Dick. Keep going. <laughs> that's sacred. So let's go back to UK. So, of course, the fabulous five, the big-time freshman class, one of those five guys will be back next year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a bad host. I just read a very funny text that I cannot read on the air. Can you repeat that question for me? Yes. As part of so, so you remember the big recruiting class Kentucky had this year with those five big-time freshmen? Yes. One of the five will be back next year. Ooh. Just one. Just one or at least one? At least one. Okay. Ah, okay. That's, man, that's a good one, too. Holy moly. What? Mm. All right. So, Justin Edwards gone. Reed Shepard and Rob Dillingham would be the returners, most likely. Wagner probably gone. Wagner probably gone. Is Big Z in this group? For this sake, no. Okay, thank Bradshaw you. is in there. Yep. Bradshaw's gone. Yes. Just in general. DJ's gone. I'll go Salami. I'm not sure who it is, but I'll go Salami. Between, so it's basically something I mean, of Dillingham or, or Shepard. Yep. They won't get a good grade at the combine or in pre draft workouts. They'll be projected as a second rounder. It'll be really obvious if they do one more run. Maybe a guy like Dillingham becomes a starter at UK next year, that yeah. kind of thing. So I'll go Salami, even though if all five went, I would not be stunned. I wouldn't be either. I, it's basically either Dillingham or Shepard. Could you see Shepard just continuing or wanting to continue on the legacy and just for sentimental reasons? No. No. Like, no, I don't know. I, I think his I, I think it's nice to see parents in the stands and you think, oh, they're supportive and they, they're in the process. I think watch his mother watch a game. Yeah. That is a competitive person that wants to see her son in the NBA. I agree. I think this is basically a do you believe Rob Dillingham is coming back? Question. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. I'll me. go salami then. Okay. Now the biggest one. Louie is a bum. Bologna or salami. Because of my son, Thomas. That's right. <laughs> I told him yesterday I talked to about him on the air, and he said, what you talk about? I said, you started calling me a bum. And he goes, well, yeah. <laughs> salami. Yeah, big time I'm big one. time salami. No, Absolutely. Uh, look, I am the derriere of the downs. I'm uh, No, I'm the bum of ESPN Louisville. It is what it is. This is the easiest Bologna salami question Ever. of all time. Ever. No doubt about it. Ever. Uh, the only other easy one was uh, uh, Issel being a top five nugget. Yeah. That yeah. was a definite slot. That's so, awesome. All right, Zach. Good job, man. I appreciate you very much. Got to make you think start a little with bit. The, uh, start with the Rose Bowl moving to SoFi. What a bum take that is. To me, the bummiest take I've ever heard in, in sports was Peter Gammons. I know I brought this up 10 times on the show. Peter Gammons suggested they make the, the World Series a neutral site. Can you imagine asking a town to host 80-plus regular season games and then the postseason, and then you move the World Series to warm weather. <laughs> what a bum suggestion. That is, that's what blasphemous. a bum suggestion. Imagine being a White Sox fan, and you go to bum Comiskey Park or whatever it's called, or first rate, whatever. You go for 80 games, and they're like, oh, haha, Phoenix gets the World Series. Oh, my God. What a bum take. That's just an absolute just all-time bum awful, take, man. Awful. I'm Stephen A., I'm sorry, man. That is just... That is blasphemous. Dillingham, a top 10 projected pick right now. Shepard, a top 20. Uh, higher than Edwards or Wagner. I, wow. I get you, man. And I would not be surprised if they're gone. I'm banking on one of them being back. Uh, but all five of them leaving would be very Calipari. <laughs> For sure. Uh, second hour of our show here. Uh, rolling along. Bobby V after us. And then, of course, roundtable at 3 o'clock. As well, reminder, too, we do have a ton of programming going on here this weekend. Louisville basketball will be playing Pittsburgh. We'll do the pregame. At 10.30, as that's a noon game uh, on 93.9. We'll have that post game for you around 2, 2.15, something like that. Bellarmine basketball against Lipscomb that afternoon at 3.45, 4 o'clock tip here. On your home for Bellarmine basketball, 6.81, 5, uh, We've got plenty more to get into. Uh, throwing drinks and getting suspended. Um, and I want to talk about this grambling women's game against the College of Biblical Studies, where Zach did not go to college. Talk about it next. Looking for a rewarding career? One that empowers you to serve your community, change lives, and reach your fullest potential? Become a correctional officer for the Kentucky Department of Corrections and earn up to $28.30 an hour with great benefits. 
help create a better, safer Kentucky. Apply today for a correctional officer position in your community at careers.ky.gov. That's careers.ky.gov. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Looking for extra cash this holiday season? You can make competitive pay as a day shift warehouse worker at UPS Worldport right here in Louisville. Learn more and apply today at upsjobsky.com. That's upsjobsky.com. I'm having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting shit. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Hi, welcome back in. I am Louis Rabo here, Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Make sure 10 to noon you hang out with us every day because on Sunday you can hear the Sunday morning hangover. Nick Curran, Phil Baker, Zach Kentrell, BBZ as we call him around here. Uh, every Sunday. I think that's our longest-running program on this station uh, at this point. How about that? Sunday morning hangover, 10 to noon, uh, with uh, our guys Phil Baker and Nick Curran. Make sure you check them out here on 680-1057. They have a robust text line during that show, Zach. Uh, apparently people have nothing else to do. Yes, we do. We always have a robust text line. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, <clears throat> and people that are uh, you know hungover on Sunday mornings typically not always in the best of moods. So Yeah. I can like see that show facts. getting real negative, and then uh, everybody snake bitten with Curran and you know. oh, Curran, everything snake bit. <laughs> it's one of my favorite That's running a, gags. We either get not just at this station in my life. Yes, is the snake bit. We get thing at least him, yeah. one snake bit text every day. Every time we do the show, most of the time we walk in with the the first text is fire Kenny Payne. Somebody texts at like nine fifty or something like. You know what I figured it out? Most overrated thing in sports. Molly Karam. Molly Karam. Okay. Doesn't do a good job, and she's not good looking. There you go. Okay. Well, her job's actually pretty easy. She doesn't do it well. Fair enough. <laughs> it's not good that when she's gone, the show is better. It's a bad sign. I could list a lot. In of- February, I'm going on vacation. Someone else is going to sit in this chair, and the show's going to be better. That's a problem. <laughs> Zach's like, wait, you get to go on vacation? Yeah. What's that, that like? <laughs> What's a vac- <laughs> oh, I was just going to do the no comments on the show quality. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Louis Rebeau hanging out with you. Uh, Zach Cantrell alongside. That is the other voice. Um, the voice in the desert. Do you know who the voice in the desert is? No, I don't. Oh, we're Somebody for- in Vegas. No, we were looking for John the Baptist. How about that? John the Baptist. How about yeah, that? I had to get a little, uh, little biblical on I've you. I've heard of yeah. John Baptiste, but I've never heard of John the Baptist. <laughs> Uh, all right, so they find the Panthers owner for throwing a drink into the crowd. $300,000. I saw a bunch of people, and I think our guy Mark Ennis is in this group. He needs to be suspended. He needs to not be near stadiums, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> I think you don't suspend the guy until you until he comes out with his statement and doesn't apologize. <laughs> I think like three hundred k but... I love, by the way, they point out how much he's worth to justify how big the fine is or to talk about how the fine isn't very big. Quote uh, from this is from ESPN.com. Tepper is the second richest owner in the league with a net worth of $20.6 billion. This re- the fine represents less than 1% of 1% of his wealth. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got the income of a small Scandinavian country. Yes. Yes. Of course it's not a lot of money. That's not the point. The point is to embarrass him. Owning a football team is just like like the woman next to you on a plane with a little dog who like got a got a letter from a psychologist. Oh, it's my emotional support dog. Sure. This is his emotional support team. He gets to say he owns a team. 30 guys in the whole world get to say this. Of course, it's not a lot of money to him. 
But it's also very funny, is it not, to throw a drink at somebody like this? Zach, have you ever thrown a drink at anyone? I was thinking about this the other day. I can list all of the people I've thrown drinks at. Go ahead. I have never thrown a drink at anybody. Now, I've had people throw drinks on me. Okay. Uh, What was the scenario there? And number one, is it ever justified? The answer is yes. And number two, it's not as bad as being spit on. But where is it on the ladder of disrespect? Uh, It's very high on the ladder. It's up there, right? When somebody throws a drink at you, that's an open invitation to throw hands. It's violence, right? Absolutely. I agree. It's a form of violence. If you throw a drink at somebody and then you go and get your butt kicked, you don't get to complain about it. I agree with that. I agree. Is that what they should have done here? Went and kicked the crap out of David Tepper? Brought David Tepper down to that section and let the fan... No question. Okay. I, I, I believe... I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out what we're doing here. What did we, they talk about with the NBA like a couple years ago or like one fan or one, each player gets to beat up one fan a year like Russell Westbrook or somebody that's on top. Like, somebody says one thing to LeBron or Russell Westbrook. Once a year, he gets to cash in, do whatever he wants, beat the crap out of that fan and nothing happens. I think that should have happened here. David, that guy should have been allowed to go up to David Tepper. David Tepper, bring him down. Go to town. Uh, it's similar to the quarter million dollar fine for Texas, uh, Tennessee Titans owner Bud Adams in 2009 for making an obscene gesture at Buffalo fans while celebrating a victory. I And we know what that obscene gesture was. He just flipped the bird. It's not, it's not that bad. I agree with you. That That's overrated. I'm sorry. I don't care about people flipping the bird. Yeah, you flip the bird, that's one thing. You drop your pants, it's a different question. Very right? different. Very yeah. different question. They, they need to clear that's that up. That's obscene. That's obscene. Yes. Not, not, I'm with you. Because people get the wrong idea. <laughs> they need to clear that up. I'm with you. Is $300,000 enough here? No. What should they have done? Because I, I want to be on record. I think it's plenty. I think they embarrassed this guy for a day. Okay. And that's all you can do to people with this kind of money is publicly embarrassed. That's fair. I'm a, I might have gone 500k. Okay, okay, okay. Hit him a little harder. Okay, but not like five million. No, 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 no. Okay. David Tepper embarrasses himself on a regular basis. I agree with that part too. Yes. <laughs> How did he get his money? Do you know? Was he the Walmart guy? No, he's not the Walmart no, no, guy. No. The Broncos ownership is the Walmart guy. What did David Tepper do? He's a billionaire. Hin- uh, he's a hedge fund founder manager. of Appaloosa Management. You're exactly right. Global okay. So he owns Charlotte FC too, the soccer team. By the way, that's not who you want owning your sports teams. No. Or hedge fund guys. I want Mark Cuban, <laughs> people like that owning my teams. Interesting. I think there are a couple of different ways you can go with ownership. I think, for example, like the Steelers, like family ownership. Yeah. That's a thing. Obviously, whatever the Packers are doing, that works. Right? The fans been, own the team. I know, but what I'm saying, whatever that is, yeah. however they make personnel decisions and everything else, that obviously works. They've been relevant for a very, very long time. Um, not the not the Fords. No, they're a terrible owner. Of course. They're a terrible owner. Uh, maybe the worst family ownership of any franchise in the history of sports. The Haslams are up there. The Dolans <laughs> are up there. It's way up there. Yeah. Art Modell, certainly. Very high on that list. Um, Tepper did make his wife the chief administration officer. Of course he did. Of the Panthers. So, by the way, um, one of the first write-ups about her is about a state. Okay? So, not North Carolina. If you see this woman, what state do you see? Oh. <laughs> Boy. If I told you New Jersey, would you believe me? Yeah. Yeah, she looks like New Jersey. Yeah. I was going to say, like, she definitely has a New York accent. Yeah, yeah. I know a woman with her exact name with one letter different. Really? So I'm not going to say it out loud. Could she be a mob boss's way? It's messing with me. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does nefarious things. Sure. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised waste at all. Waste management. He's in waste management. He's in restaurant ownership. That's... Uh, uh, mm. Yeah, <laughs> a little cash business. There you go. <laughs> oh man, where are my uh, Dixie Highway people at? Where's my uh, Bonnie and Clyde's people at? Uh, Russo's doing his <laughs> "What Are You Mad About?" segment. Always, always interesting. Dude, this hits like one out of what eight times? Well, the Christmas one hit. Which one did he do? That was the five things I hate about Christmas. Oh, and yeah, one yeah. of them was his mom's veal parm. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad one. By the way, Kimberly Martin, did she get a total pass for saying that the people who criticize her live in their parents' basements? Oh, she totally did. Why? She's not. We're not we, we don't the, need to get into that. No, we, know no why. we do. Because the shame of it is, the, once in a while, people take jobs in media where they did something well before 
but they want to try something new, which I understand. But she used to write for the for Buffalo's uh, newspaper, and she was really good. That's right. And I think she's a better writer than she is TV broadcaster. There's a lot of them like that, yeah. Yeah, and I but I think she's a very obvious example of this. So, yeah. I don't know. So Mad Dog's mad because Dan Campbell went for two. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Sure. I don't necessarily disagree. Don't cover Louisville football. Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree, but I'm not going to go up there raving about it. Taxter started my year off with uh, my new year off with a Bonnie and Clyde trip. Damn right. Damn right. Dude, I saw a list of Louisville pizzas and they weren't in the top 10 for this guy. And I'm like, that's a person who's never driven south and west in this town. <laughs> that's all that is. Have you been to Bonnie and Clyde's yet? I haven't. Okay, we'll have to do that. Yeah. So what's number one? What's the best pizza place? Because I'm a pizza aficionado. I don't know that there is one in Louisville. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Louisville's not the place to go for pizza. Um, Columbus is really good. There pizza. are good pizzas here, yeah. but I would not say there's a best pizza okay. in Louisville. Columbus is really I think there pizza. are lots of different ways. Like, we're getting uh, Mott's Pie today. Yep. Very, very good. Yes. But not my favorite style, if that makes sense. That, like, I like, like the sourdough style a lot, and I think what we get here is really, really good, but it's yeah. not it's not travel to eat it kind of so, pizza. So, being from the Midwest, are you familiar with Square Cut? Yeah, of course. What do you think of it? Yeah, it's, it's terrific. Uh, I think the Midwest has several very good varieties. I think Detroit style is very good. I agree. The Chicago Tavern thing that you're talking about, the square cut, yes. is awesome. We have a thing called Columbus style, which is that they, they just call square cut Columbus style. Which, okay, yeah, right. Which I think is similar to the Chicago Tavern. It, it is. Yeah, right. It's just thinner. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. St. Louis has that as well. Columbus has an extra emphasis on pepperoni, too. Okay. You get the the old school ones like the curl up. That's right. All oh, those are dope. Those yeah. so good. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Maybe that's sacred. I don't, I don't know. That is sacred. <laughs> it's sacred to me. Damn it. Is she wearing a shower curtain today? <laughs> is that what that is? We'll go with that. Yeah. Huh. Oh well. All right. What am I doing? All right. A little appearance based radio here on Rabo Go. Um, I just. I, I think 300K and the embarrassment of a day is enough. But I might have suspended him for the last game after his statement didn't include an apology. Yeah, I think I would have just gone ahead and suspended him for the last game. We don't think he was sorry enough. I'm suspending him. And Goodell's just like, it's, I make 25 million. I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> yeah, it's right. not an apology. Yes, it's, it's essentially what he said. Yeah, it, It's like having a conversation with your wife. And you're like, hey, what, why did you do this? She's like, because I did. I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> Here, I'm going to justify my behavior without sounding mean or trying to sound mean. So is it because of the nature of throwing a drink at someone? I I just, I don't know. I'm way less offended by this than other people. Throwing a drink at somebody is just, that is a low form of respect so, for another man. I'm surprised you haven't asked me who I threw a drink who at. Who did you throw a drink at? One That's- of my kids. Okay. <laughs> I regret asking now. No! Context, why? Okay, so end of a meal, kids messing with me, like a third of an inch of water left in his little kid cup or something. Oh, well. And I just, boom. Like oh, that, okay. <laughs> uh, Danny Max coming down the text line, Chef's Cut coming down the text line, and Pelizzeri's, Bonnie and Clyde's. Zaz is a good pizza, I agree. Uh, Bear Nose coming down the text line. I think Bear Nose is very good. I think it's very good. And I enjoy every Friday when they bring it in. It is excellent. Don't we all? Danny Max is a baller. That spot is a little tough to get to in uh, in Melwood, but it's good. Chef's Cut, of course. Obviously, I'm there too much. Pelizzeri's his own thing, man. I could see people not liking Pelizzeri's. Chef's uh, Cut's the one that I've heard I need to go to. Yeah, it's good. It is. It's very different. It's different than what everyone else is doing in this town, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, John does a good job over there, for sure. But no, that Barano's on Friday, man. That, whatever they... <sighs> Their meat lovers is almost offensively meat lovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but I would, um, you know, if I just had to get a pie and get a, a pitcher of beer, man. Oh, man, where would I go? I'd probably go to Chef's then if we're doing that. Mm-hmm. But I do like Bonnie and Clyde. Zaz is underrated on Bart Center Road. Have you been there? Where's that? Bart Center Road, Zaz? No. Okay. Okay, so this is a place called Old School New York Pizza. I, it's very close to my house, actually. It's probably about eight minute drive. And I haven't been there yet. I can see it. Um, and I just <laughs> warm up a Tostitos pizza. Don't hate on those. Those are delicious. <laughs> those are good. Zach lives on those. You settle down. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I don't now. I did. <laughs> what does the Bachelor do? It's Wednesday night tonight. What are you having for dinner, you think? 
well, I just got a couple weeks ago. I went home and my mom made a whole lot of leftovers, so I'm still working on those. Got it. So you just freeze those up and warm them yeah, up. Yeah. So them? Okay. you know things like chili or pulled pork or nice. I, anytime the weather gets under. 60 degrees it's chilly season for me okay i love chili all right yeah i do too that's that's a go-to in our house for sure my kids are you cornbread guy uh yeah you make it at your house yeah okay love cornbread all right good 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 i always love reminding people that jiffy is made in michigan because i think all of us yeah um all of us assumed that that was like a georgia company did you (laughs) did you get ence's brisket chili the other day oh yeah 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 it's good yeah it was yeah it's good he he spends too much time on it the poor guy but I think he has time, which he, is good. He yeah. He doesn't have a ton lately, but yeah. He's busy. I know. It worked. Um, dudes, Pizzaville coming down on the text line, and they they hand make their, their breadsticks. That place is a baller. And Todd and, uh, and um, oh my gosh, uh, Rachel, they're fantastic people. Yeah, but Pizzaville's underrated for sure. Uh, Craft House underrated. I actually agree with that. The old, um, uh, that's the old uh, hometown pizza, and they broke off. Those guys do a good job. I agree. Uh, bringing up the post yeah the post post is no more that place was was baller for sure but you got to pay your taxes uh, that's kind of a key yeah i've uh, been to, to the post business yeah I'm, so. over on goss are they oh the post on goss i'm mixing them up with uh oh gosh what was the place in butchertown papalinos that was in the highlands excuse me mm. uh yeah post is good it is post is good oh yeah slices are big you know what Post might be the the spot. That they're, might be the best pizza in Louisville. That they're might, so but good. it also might be the best pizza in Louisville. They're, they're that might be good. it. Man, that might be it. If we had to do that, if I had to put one on top there, there uh, cornbread muffins at Famous Dave's coming down the text line. <laughs> Full V show this segment here. Uh, oh, let's yeah. let's end it here. Uh, we'll do one more uh, segment to close the show. V show after us roundtable at three o'clock again. Louisville basketball in action tonight. Five thirty start for the pregame over on ninety three nine. Mark Ennis will lead you in on the drive three to five thirty over there. You get first tip at seven. Man, uh, Virginia a fourteen and a half point favorite after getting embarrassed. By Notre Dame, I do not feel good for Louisville's chances tonight, unfortunately. Uh, we'll talk more about that game. And uh, what else did I have on my show sheet here? We'll definitely get into Louisville and Virginia on the other side. Gonzaga's out of the poll. And I, and I actually think it's a conversation we should have. And I haven't gotten to the Grambling State uh, beatdown of the College of Biblical Studies. We'll do that next here at ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Keep playing. Keep working, keep going, and keep moving with the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. Listening to Rebeau and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. All right, welcome back in. I tried so hard. And we'll get you to Bobby V here. Hanging out with Zach Cantrell, Louis Rebeau. I got you every weekday, 10 to noon here on ESPN 680-1057. You put the co in Rebeau and Co. 437-9680 on our UPS Jobs text line. Make sure you hang out with us there. All right, so the Grambling women's team. <laughs> Beats the College of Biblical Studies 159-18 to yesterday. That is a 141-point victory. Um, at the beginning of the game, uh, they ran out to a 34-0 lead. Uh, and then uh, with 214 left in the opening quarter. So they scored, by the way, worth mentioning, uh, in the first eight minutes, 34 points. Uh, they closed then on a 12-4 run, scored the first 12 points of the second quarter, and they were up 82-10 to at half. Zach... First question for you. Uh, 57 turnovers, by the way. 
I'm only laughing because I I have to watch my nine year old and eleven year old play basketball poorly, and so it's funny that other people have to watch it. Should we be um, impressed they scored eighteen? It sounds like it. Um, but they are based in Houston. They play in the southwestern region of the Division II National Christian College Athletic Association, which is where Simmons is located. Sure. Is in this kind of conference. Um, or this kind of level, I should say. Yeah. Are, are you okay with uh, Grambling running up the score? Yeah. I'm 100% okay with yeah. it as well. If you don't yes. like it, stop them. Yes. Or don't play the game, right? Or don't play. Right. Yeah. Don't show up. Yep. Yeah. Don't give me the running clock. Don't give me the, right. oh, that's bad sportsmanship. You're out there. You're still competing, right? Second question. Should this count for your Division One record? Yeah, why not? I say no. I think football, we have a D1, and then there's a next level of it right there with with FCS. Mm -hmm. In basketball, this Christian college D2 thing, this is not college basketball. No offense to the the College of Biblical Studies in Houston. Why are you scheduling this game? I I don't know, because Grambling's 6-5, and man. Yeah. Hey, there's 6-5. and Um, Texture. I'm reading this. Grambling beat the bejesus out of the Bible study. <laughs> yep, yep. It was there. That uh, texter took advantage. I appreciate them very much. I Winning by 141 points, though. Uh, is that... I, I just... Previous record, by the way, is 2018. Savannah State beat Wesleyan of Georgia 155 to 26. That game sounds like way more fun. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> I um, yeah, I got nothing to say other than I'm glad they ran the score up. Yeah, I'm all I'm always pro running up the score. I, I agree with you. I remember it happened to my kid once, and he was very upset. And I'm like, okay, okay, play better, play better is right. Yeah. Take a charge. Like, like do something as long, else. Yeah. As long as you want to compete, then yeah. the other team should be allowed to as well. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, ah, just an incredible number. 159-18. 34 nothing to open the game. 57 turnovers, though, is my favorite stat maybe ever in any sport. 57 turnovers. <laughs> well, were they playing a press the entire game? That's 14 turnovers a quarter. Oh, my God. A quarter. Yeah. <laughs> that's heavy man. how there were i think two players i read this two players outscored the christian school by themselves oh no it was like yeah two just yeah, yeah one yeah. player 27 20 yeah 27 20 yep. that's right one at 15 so very close almost uh demaya young get it be better come on demaya be better demaya step your game up amanda blake with 15 be better amanda be better yeah, not acceptable. I just, uh, you know, if if you're, uh, what do you say to your team after you lose I, like that? What do you do? It's a great question. Does it matter? No. <laughs> See, no. That the answer is it's what you do in Little League. You go get ice cream. I guess the Grambling men's team also played them, so maybe it was just a uh, a guarantee game in the middle of the season. It just does feel like I'm with you, Zach. It feels like a preseason game. Right, like like playing Simmons. So basically, here. this is the equivalent of what SEC football does the week before robbery week. Yeah, this is the the Charleston game or whatever, or not Charleston, uh, the uh, Chattanooga game or something. Yeah, right. The Citadel. Uh, the Citadel. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, what do you make of the NFL asking players in a video reminder to more clearly report as eligible as a receiver? CYA. That's what it is, uh, dude. It's, it's a it's a CYA move by the NFL. The, the officials got it wrong. They messed up. And now we're trying to blame the people that weren't responsible for this. The players. I was trying to find another example of this in my memory where, without admitting there was an issue directly, they admitted by releasing this video and demoting the, the, the group. Can you imagine, by the way, you're just some, some, some guy that works the sideline and the referee does this and screws you out of playoff money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, these guys aren't full-timers. No. No. If you are setting, like, if you're if you're some back judge or something, yeah. and the referee makes that gaffe, oh, my God. The amount of money these people are losing yes. to be on his crew. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets to officiate the Steelers-Ravens uh, game on national television on Saturday. Oh, man. Texter, I'm guessing they pray after a loss like that. <laughs> Please, Lord, don't let us ever yeah, play this no team again. Kidding. Man, oh man! But I just this 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 whole thing of of yeah the CYA. I think that's a good way to put it. But just clearly report as eligible. 
and I also, by the way, I understand human error. But here's what I don't understand, and I'm being very serious here. Mm -hmm. I was against replay when they put it in at the outset. This is one of my oldest man takes of all time. That is the old man take. But replay sucks. We don't do it well in the United States. It sucks. The only sports in which it is very obviously good is tennis for missing the lines. Correct. And then in ice hockey, either a guy's offsides or he's not, or the puck goes over the red line or not, and that's good. Those two sports get it very right. The camera angles for baseball and football are laughable. They are different stadium to stadium, crew to crews, you know, television network to television network, and we're making decisions with billions of dollars being bet on these games based on these terrible camera angles and all these other things. If you have a command center in New York like the NFL does, how are you not just beeping in and going, no, no, he's good? How are you not correcting that they during do, the game? They have done that more in recent memory where they've, you know, they have had one, the challenge. This is, this is in front of everybody. This was the only game going on. Oh, no, they should have. Yeah. How do you not correct this? I will give another example. And it's, it's a post-mortem sort of example. Okay. When Armando Galarraga throws the perfect yes. game in Detroit. Jim Joyce. And the next guy is out. One guy yeah. comes up to the plate after that. Yes. Why, as a commissioner, do you not correct the record? Jim Joyce. I, I felt Even bad Jim for Joyce him. said, I'm sorry, I screwed man. it up. Even Jim Joyce said, no, 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 it's fine. Even Jim Joyce is like, I screwed it up. Yes. Actually, it's better for Armando Galarraga that he didn't get it because we'll talk about it forever. Because everybody, the, there's been <laughs> other pitchers that have thrown perfect games that we've all forgot. Correct. We'll never forget that. Right. But you haven't even mentioned the one sport that replays the worst basketball. College basketball games get dragged out for a half hour because we have to replay every little freaking thing. And most of the time, they're not even correct. It's a scourge. It is a scourge on basketball. I'm all for replay is football. Terrible. And by the way, if you have to zoom in to see yes. more than human sight yes. who the basketball's fingertips it touched. That's my biggest pet peeve. That's not officiating. That's it not, does not make basketball That's better. not enough to overturn, as they like to say in football. Yeah. Uh, texture. So the little Christian school would be about a three and a half point favorite versus the Louisville Cardinals. That's a damn <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. Down. There it is. That's a good text. Uh, texture. Human error is one thing. Not even be able to admit you made a human error is the bigger problem. That's where Jim Joyce is different. That's what you bring up here. Yes. Jim Joyce comes out the next day. He's he's or was it right after the game? Yeah. No, the next day he's crying when he's, he's crying. handed the lineup card. Doing lineup That's why everybody Armando. felt bad for him because exactly. he admitted it. But. But he did that. Yes, he did. He made the mistake. And I, I actually, I understand what happened to him, by the way. I don't know if anyone else has had this moment, but you're doing something. And for some reason, your brain just clicks and you do the other thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to explain it other than, you know, maybe you're parking your car and you hit the gas instead of the brake. Like this kind of thing. Oh, crap. What am I doing? Like, I understand how he went because in your head, you're like, okay, perfect game on the line. But if he's safe, he's safe. Those are the rules. That's baseball. That's it. So I under, I understand his process there. But at least he admitted it, right? Yeah. And that is the big difference. And the NFL is not doing And that's it why right. Jim Joyce still had a job after that. Um, the Steelers are favored by three and a half points Saturday for their game in Baltimore. Ravens are 2-0 and as underdogs. The expectation, of course, is that they will rest Lamar Jackson in a handful of starters uh, would you take the Steelers in that game, Zach? I would. Okay. Yeah, I think they the got Ravens a lot to play for, gonna, right? That, yeah, they still have. If they win, all they need is either the Bills or the Jaguars to lose, and they get in the playoffs. And the Ravens have nothing to play for. Who are the Jags playing? Tennessee. Oh, on okay. the road, they could lose that game. And if they do, then whoever wins the Colts Texans game wins the division. Is it in the Titans' best interest to lose for draft position, or are they kind of in that they're eight five to twelve and anyway? They're five and eleven. I don't really think it affects much. <laughs> got it. And Vrabel had a press conference yesterday where somebody asked him about would you want to lose this game and he gave him the death stare and said no it sucks to lose and that's a dumb question like no they're gonna try and win that game Uh, there's a difference between top three pick and top like eight to twelve pick yeah like if you're picking 10th if you lose and eighth or if if you or 10th if you win yeah Yeah, right yeah Yeah, i understand it really makes no difference um maybe that christian school needs the beth haven coach good text there it is good text Appreciate you very much. <sighs> you really think they're going to get rid of Belichick? <laughs> sure. I wouldn't, but I think they will. Um, I just, I, I think sometimes, look, every, every empire ends at some point. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting the Patriots are done done as a franchise at all. I, I mean, obviously. Do you? Yeah. Go back to what they were for a long time? 
I don't know if they'll get back to that level, but they're not going to be. No, I mean before that, like you know, like the, the irrelevancy of the '80s and '90s. I mean, they were. That's a bad team before. Yeah, I think they'll be somewhere in the middle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Plus, I mean, people forget how old's Robert Kraft? Well into his seventies, right? Well, there's some jokes to be made. But <laughs> that's off the air. I wonder if he's on the Epstein list. He Damn it! Be. You took my joke. <laughs> If there's an owner in sports, I said it was either is him there or Jerry anybody, Jones. Is there anyone that you are certain of that isn't on that list that's a high-level politician or sports sports person? Certain of. No. I agree with you. I, I'm with you, man. Flat out no. I, I, the older I get, the less surprised I am to hear people's I'd be shocked if someone names. like LeBron or Tom Brady, like somebody like that, I would probably say... LeBron's a good one. Actually, no. LeBron's a really good one. Yeah. I don't yeah, that's well, a He's really never good had one. an off-the-field problem. Correct. Or off-the-court problem. That, yeah, I think it, By the way, it. the the underrated thing about LeBron is not only did he live up to expectations, he exceeded them, and you don't hear the crap off the court. No. People don't like him for his politics or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. But Nobody's ever said he's a bad not, guy or a exactly bad right. dad or anything. Correct. Like yeah. David Tepper could be on the list. Um. Coaches and players want to win games. Executives and owners want to lose to improve draft stock. I agree with that. That's very um, true. Yeah. Uh, Tax are probably best for the Patriots and Belichick both to get a fresh start. I don't know about that, but I do think eventually what works in a place wears off and all of the variables that came into place at the same time, because it, it should be said that while the Patriots were obviously excellent and they had Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time, their division stunk. When Terrible. they were doing that. Terrible. So they got a bunch of free games during that time as well. And that's just not the case anymore. Man. No. I'd be stunned that's if what the Chiefs Dolly are. Parton's on the list. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shania Twain. That, that Shania. Needs, it needs to be the you joke. You talk about one of my first childhood crushes, Shania Twain. Do you oh. agree with Dan Issel? She's never had work done? I do, actually. Oh, <gasps> Come on, Zach! No, I can't do this! I can't... <laughs> <laughs> nothing no botox nothing come on dog uh, come on man come not <sighs> it's possible but unlikely <laughs> how many people are what is going on in my life that i'm surrounded by people what do you have against shania Tain? i don't have a single thing against her i think she looks great Yes, she does. But I think she has millions of dollars in access to people with needles. That's it. That's it. She's not as bad as someone like Courtney Cox. Of course not. Of course. No, of course. Courtney Cox in the 90s was a smoke show, and then she got work done for no reason. No reason. None. No reason. You are not wrong about that part. Shania. I thought I got away from this. I thought my life was improving on the Shania Twain front. (laughs) But I'm not going to talk about Shania every other episode like Dan might. Yeah, that's fair. She came on. I was flipping channels the other day, and man, I feel <laughs> no way the Beth Haven coach <laughs> is on the list. <laughs> what if KP's on the list? <laughs> Which would be the funniest coach? Oh, man. Uh, Texter. Oh, okay. All right. I like these kinds of texts. Um, Louie, I told you in September to watch out for Washington. Damn shame I didn't put a thousand on them to win the natty. I agree. It's a damn shame. <laughs> we just got a Zach missile. I'm with you. I was not ready for the missile. Oh, man. Uh, we'll try to uh, we'll have fun tomorrow. Ben Roberts, 10 o'clock hour, Jay Davis, 11 for our usual spots on a Thursday on Rabo and Co. here, ESPN 680, 105.7. I'll be back at 10 tomorrow, I think, uh, if I can recover from said things. Old BBZ here. I hope you are, too. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. <laughs>